Hello. Welcome to episode 30 of Human Seeking Human. Hello. 30 episodes. Wowzas. Yeah. How, how do you feel doing 30 episodes of the show? You know, it's been a long 30 episodes mm-hmm. since I created this show, came up with the concept, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I'm so happy that you were able to sort of tag along for part of it. I'm truly Just honored. Just kidding. Oh, I'm honored. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but this is my third episode. I'm super excited. I'm, I've had like a lot of people reach out and say that they've listened and they liked it. And it's like, it makes me so happy. Sandy just read me the podcast review somebody wrote called New Co-Host. And I'm like, I am like so happy. I don't, it just, it's like my, I got goosebumps. I don't know. It's just so exciting. It was written by someone named Dunosaur. So like dinosaur, but Dunno, like, I don't know. Dunosaur. So thank you, Dunosaur. Said Liz is so great fantastic addition so it's like a compliment to both of us i'm gonna take some credit here saying that i it was a fantastic addition that i made so i did something fantastic but it wouldn't be fantastic if you weren't so great so i feel good too so take notes for when you all end up writing five star reviews on apple Podcasts. am i right yeah so we were going to talk about this really quick um We had talked in the last couple of episodes about doing um, the dating profile stuff and trying to make connections, and we've decided that I think that we really really need to focus on growing the podcast first, Um, and so if you sent them in or if you want to send them in, we will keep those, and we are going to do something super awesome with it down the line, but right now, it would be really super helpful If you could leave us reviews, share with your friends, sort of let people know, Um, because we're just trying to expand a little bit more, get get some some new listeners, bring some old listeners back, all that fun stuff. Yeah, because I lost a lot of listeners in the middle there. (laughs) Just a little lull. All those hot takes that I did, very problematic. Very controversial. Lewis Switzer alienated everybody. Um, uh no yeah. i was i, I do think yeah oh sorry i was gonna say i think it's a problem it was a, not a problem i could do what i want i'm not i don't regret it but yeah i would take like a couple weeks off at a time it wasn't very consistent so now that we're back and being consistent let's get some people back in here yeah we have more co-hosts we should have more listeners you know it's double the co-hosts double the listeners that's what i always yeah. say yeah, come back in a year, we'll have hundreds of co-hosts <laughs> and hundreds of thousands of listeners. That's going to be our strategy. Whoa. Okay, well, you just let it slip. So now all the podcasts are going to be doing it. <laughs> this week, to make things a little spicy, uh, Zandy and I have decided to do Missoula Madness. So we are going to focus on Missoula for this week. And we're thinking about, uh, you know, focusing on certain cities that you guys are from, small towns that you guys are from. I put on Instagram a little survey asking um, for you guys to tell me where you're from. I'll, I'll probably keep doing this every once in a while. Um, so I, I've been asking for a lot of feedback just to how to keep the show rolling rocking and fun um so if you want us to cover your hometown email us about it or send us a dm on instagram because that's where i'm sort of tallying everybody's hometowns and maybe we'll do yours next but in the meantime 
Missoula Madness. I'm excited because I've done Missoula stuff for a little bit now. And like that's something that you had told me that you like you relate Missoula to human seeking human so it'll be fun to do like a yeah little missoula madness show this is fun although i think you came more prepared than i did um all of my stuff is from missoula but you said you've got some a couple surprises for us yeah i thought we weren't gonna do the dating profile thing so maybe i'd bring a little something else to the table (laughs) um i also want to say thank you we got a bunch of people who wrote in from missoula somebody wrote in and said they think they know the marigold poet which that's awesome um, and then we've just gotten a bunch of DMs. I see you. I hear you. If I wrote down your usernames, I would give you a shout out, but <laughs> maybe at the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I, I, I don't think I ever really gave shout outs on the show before. So if they get it from you, it's a, a very special thing. Oh yeah. Cause everything's anonymous. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to stay. Because people keep saying, like, oh, you can read my name on the show. So maybe we'll start doing that if you if you don't mind, if you ever write in and you say that. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll give you the credit you deserve instead of me being secretive and taking all the credit. Before we, before we start, like, jump into it, can we just both go, Missoula Madness, okay, you know, yeah. like, make it fun, funky, spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at the same all time? Right. Like, I think it should be chaotic. Okay. Three, two, one. Missoula Madness. Missoula Madness. It's Missoula Mad. Episode 30. Missoula Madness. I think that was good. Okay, that'll do. Okay. If they could see what I was wearing right now, then they'd understand why it's even more chaotic. It'll be good on the reels. We'll put it on Instagram for the gram um i i have a dream date uh for you okay i also have a dream date for me cool from missoula so sorry that you're gonna be after reading all your dating profiles and getting some emails for the bad boy of podcasting i think that it's my turn yeah thanks everyone who wrote in um i also have a little announcement not an announcement i fell in love twice this week um that's amazing tell me no it's not no it's not it's like those moments you know those things where it's like it's like when you're leo tolstoy and you're at a party and you you see Uh, someone you're like fell in love and lost your head yeah i fell in love and lost my head twice this week so um the first one was terrible because it's the person who did my um my uh therapy intake session it was like a two hour long therapy (laughs) thing and um maybe she just gave me that kind of attention of like oh she's actually asking about my life and then i was like i'm in love with this person (laughs) yeah i have a friend who told me that he like he's like in love with his therapist and he talks about it all the time with her and she talks to him about how to like have healthy boundaries with people i thought that was actually like kind of cool weirdly like as long as like he tells that and then they work on that as if like a boundary exercise I could see that being productive. Um, in yeah. this case, this is not someone who will become my therapist. Um, mm-hmm. and, but if they were, I'd probably be like, this is uncomfortable. Um, or it would probably go away because this happens where I, like, I, I lose my head. And then I'm like, a week later, I'm like, who? What? Did you buy a horse? No, no, no. Um, the second person, I bought something from them, though. Um, 
I went to a restaurant near me and got a, a vegan banh mi sandwich. It was so good. Um, mm. And uh, a woman working there had p- green hair. And I complimented her green hair because I really liked her green hair. And I was like, I told my friend Liz, uh, you're not my friend Liz, you're my co-host Liz. I told my friend Liz, okay. um, I was like, wow, like maybe I should go green next. I really love that color. And then she came out and brought our food. And I was like, I really like your hair color i was just telling my friend that i might do green next because of it and she was like oh i love yours too the lavender and the gray she's like it's really cool and i was like thank you so she complimented me so of course i'm gonna fall in love that's the problem um might i recommend that you rephrase that as an i saw you ad oh instead of telling saying that i'm in love with a stranger and going from zero to a thousand no, yeah, like, no, but, like, you gave us all the details. It sounded like an I saw you ad. Oh, just yeah, it did. Re- just, it? Let's hear it. Let's hear well, the I don't want to give specifics because that's, I I feel weird, like, giving, like, specific locations. I but saw you. Green I- hair. Vegan <laughs> bond me. I said, I'm going to change my hair color to yours. You said, keep it. It's perfect the way it is. <laughs> well, were you there? Maybe you are my friend, Liz. Um... No, all I really told her was, well, I said that, but before that, I asked her if the banh mi was vegan, and she said yes. And that, maybe that's when I really fell in love. Um, and then, yeah, and then I tell that about her hair, and then I, that's all. I'm really bad at this. A, you'll, really hey, good. you know what? I'm really good. Oh, at the I saw you Yeah, situation. you did that so well. It was all made up, but it was so good. Thank you. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of personal ads lately. Oh, yeah? Why is that? For your job? <laughs> just just as a passion project. I'm thinking about starting a podcast. It's kind of oh, nice. interesting. Would you let listen? Me know if you need a, yeah. Well, let me know if you need a host to, so you can double your listeners from zero to zero. Mm. Hey. It's <laughs> very rude. I'm sorry. One to two. Um, I saw you on the screen during my <laughs> podcast recording you were kind of a jerk don't actually call me you were in a sonic the hedgehog costume <laughs> uh-oh you let it slip what i'm wearing please don't comment on what i'm wearing that's so rude i'm sorry i don't i'm not trying to be critical i'm just trying to clarify in my true, true. i saw you ad it does make me stand out it is it is a quite it's a, one of those features that's very yeah, it's clear. You should wear it all the time, and then that way, if anyone ever does put out an "I saw you" ad, you know that it's about you. You're not like, oh, is it someone else wearing True. a green shirt? No. True. That's a good point. Uh, but to be honest, I don't really know why I'm wearing it today. Like here, you just texted me to wear it per my request. Yeah, it's just I do what you say. I'm like, yep, okay. Um, it's uh, it's to celebrate 30 episodes. We talked about it last week. True. And honestly, the fans on Twitter and Instagram, they showed me pictures. I had to see it in real life. Yeah, it's it's something. It's something. It's something. Um, anyway, I, I think we're supposed to do some other things. Should I read something? Yeah, read it, read it. Okay. This is your... My dream date? Dream yeah, date. sorry. In Missoula. No, no, no. I'm the one who talked about my misconnections or my I saw you ads. Uh, this is the from the Missoula Independent, Missoula, Montana, September 25th, 1997. 
Celtic warrior seeking fair elven maiden to join him in adventure. Must be tall, slender, intelligent, and resourceful. Magic and weapons experience helpful, but not essential. I can teach you. No orcs, please. <laughs> I feel like this person maybe plays Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe. I... Yeah. Bold assumption. Um, Imagine, though, being, like, so, like someone very naive and being like, wow, like, they know magic. Like, they're going <laughs> to teach me, you know? And then they, like, go over and they're like, oh, you want to play this video game? And they're like, what? I thought you were, like, a magical warrior. <laughs> <laughs> That's my scenario in my head. That's, I was going to say, is that how this would work on you? Um, yeah, no, I, I picked it mainly because I would love to be there watching like I'll be sitting at the table next, like at the coffee shop. I'll be sitting at the mm-hmm. table next to you too, and I just want to see the train wreck. Not that you would be mean or anything to this this person. I just definitely didn't seem like your type. No, and you know I've never played World of Warcraft. Um, growing up, my mom was like, "It's addictive. It's like World of War crack," and I was like, "Okay." Oh, um, okay, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I played RuneScape, and that is pretty. It is. It is addicting. It, it can be. I. I was. I got. It. It. Yeah. The screens yeah. in general. Yeah. I have such a hard time with just the screens. I'm like, I'm putting my phone away. I'm opening my computer and doing the same thing I was doing on my phone. Get away from my phone. It's awful. Ugh. Um. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> Maybe okay. we could play Dungeons and Dragons together. I actually I would do that. I have a Dungeons and Dragons start. I know you're not talking about me. You're talking about your Celtic warrior, but um, I do mm-hmm. have a Dunge- Dungeons and Dragons starter kit, and I've never played it before, so I would love to play. I play Dungeons and Dragons with my friends on Thursday nights. If everyone join. Do you really? Right now we're doing yeah we're doing like an Avatar themed campaign. Okay, I. Oh, wait, Avatar, which Avatar? The Last Airbender. Oh my god, thank god. I thought you meant like the movie Avatar. The James Cameron movie? I was about to start making fun of it and then I'm like, oh, but like what if she's just really into Avatar the movie? I'm really into Avatar the movie. Um, I was like, I cannot say anything mean. Okay, that's different. Um, That's cool. Holy shit. What? I had no idea. Yeah, it's really fun. You you should actually come and play with us sometime we're gonna start a new campaign soon probably because we've been playing avatar forever i mean okay yeah <laughs> like i'm like yes like, <laughs> like maybe you're just being nice for the podcast but as soon as the podcast ends i'm gonna be like <laughs> you think i'd invite you to my exclusive dungeons and dragons events um you can come but you have to wear the sonic outfit okay oh is it a sonic the hedgehog themed uh campaign next Maybe the next one. Maybe okay, the next okay, one. okay, okay. I'm going to keep fighting for it until it happens. Our dungeon master is a drag queen, uh, mischievous, and she does, like, phenomenal characters. Oh, my God. Oh, this is amazing. I, I'm going to my first drag show this weekend, too. This is a weird... We're, like, Ooh. building on everything, going, like, yeah, now I'm talking about my weekend and taking it away from I that. love drag. We should We should talk about drag later. Okay deal deal we're learning about each other so now see this is great because for the these some of these uh ads i'm like i don't know 
I don't know Liz well mm-hmm. enough. So that's why I picked mm-hmm. someone like this. And now look at how much information I find out about you. Mm-hmm. You love James Cameron mm-hmm. movies? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. I like uh, the Titanic. Well, I've Wait, never seen Titanic. that's not James Cameron, is it? <gasps> Isn't it? Okay. I need to, we need to like actually uh, do what, what this show is about. I think there was like a th- th- uh, thing that we do, like a, like a, Sections. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you read about your dream other date, your, your dream date, yeah. We'll talk about the Titanic later. We'll circle back. Um, this one's for me. Um, say it loud and proud. Mature, sincere, gay white man, five foot nine, one hundred and sixty-five pounds, seeks gay man fifty plus for friendship and more. Be honest, be proud to be gay. I like that because it's I love pride. Pride Month is next month, and it makes me really happy that even in this is from Missoula Independent in 2002. Mm-hmm. So this is you know before gay marriage was even legal. Yeah, yeah. So just like putting it in the newspaper, you know, yeah. I'm loud and proud, and I want somebody who's also proud. It just made me happy to see that. I definitely and a lot of those ads like uh, are like men seeking men women seeking are in the like alternative sections and it's like very like in Mm -hmm. the back and they a lot of people I've read have said like specifically looking for straight acting gay people um Mm -hmm. so just hear an ad like they're discreet you know stuff like that and so to hear an ad like that it is very exciting it's very fun because it's that's something Mm -hmm. that's hard to find I wow I because I yeah, I haven't found one like that yet. That's great. I do have one for you. I forgot I have one for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Why do I feel like this just like fell on your lap somehow? <laughs> um, I don't know what the, the abbreviation is, though. WPF? White professional female. Uh, okay. I think it's professional. A lot of times they write out professional or do PROF, but sometimes they just put the P. Okay. Respect her, but no mama's boys. White professional female, 24, curvaceous, chunky monkey, seeks husky single male, must be respectable, goal-oriented, humorous. I enjoy dancing, movies, and more. Take a chance and call me. Okay, they actually described me pretty well, except for the mama's boy thing. My ex Mm -hmm. criticized my relationship with my mom at one point. Oh, there you go. That was at the end, so. And I live with my mom right now. Hmm. So I don't I don't think this person would want me, but everything else. Yeah. Well, I did say I I I picked it because it says respect her. I feel like you're pretty respectful. I try. I'd like to think I am. Yes. R e s p e c t. Yeah, I'll find out what it means to you. Sounds good that way. Sounds like a threat. Yeah. I'll find out. No thanks. Oh no, my sonic head keeps slipping. Get it together, Sandy. Come on. I'm trying. Respect me. Where's your showmanship? <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing? Excuse me. Oh, I will wear a costume. Uh, vote. I'll put an Instagram vote. What costume should I wear? I don't own any okay, costumes perfect. right now, so I'm going to have to go get one. So maybe I'll just leave it open-ended. What costume should I wear? People can write in. I like that. I like that. Human Seeking Pod is the... At Instagram, username. Twitter, and then our email is humansakinghuman at gmail.com. We'll say it again at the end. Get your pen out. Wait for later. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, is it time for textual encounter now? Yeah, yeah. Because I've got one from Missoula. I always do. Uh, This is from October 20th, 1999. She glides. (laughs) Michelle, my eyes caught you and they wouldn't let go. And when you pissed in the alley, I knew. Shall we dance away? (laughs) Yep, that's that's that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that one like someone wrote that about me in college <laughs> oh no can you yeah. she glides how did she i feel glides. like there's That's an like the escalation title. yeah from like she glides like, i saw you to like when you pissed in an alley yeah it's just that was the real attention wasn't given until the pissing in the alley part but before then it was mm-hmm. like okay you caught my eye like, mm-hmm. I see you over there, but now you have my attention now that you're pissing in an alley. My I mean, girl. hey, yeah. I I don't think I could date someone who couldn't poop in the woods. So maybe that's like their version of that. I like yeah. to camp. What can I say? I mean, you can say that you want someone to poop in the woods in front of you. You no, can say it doesn't, that. I don't need to see it. it oh, my bad. I misunderstood. I misunderstood like what a... you wanted. Uh, so you're saying okay, like, yeah. that like outdoorsiness of like or like not yeah not being like caring where i don't okay <laughs> you want <laughs> somewhere happening? in the middle you want them to care where they poop like to, a, <laughs> to an extent housebroken but <laughs> able to camp is what i'm looking for in a partner thank you you have that's the i don't have comfortable, the way with, with, a comfortable, comfortable with, a with a trowel comfortable with a trowel in the garden and in the, the and when backwoods yeah Yeah. and in the bathroom no you don't need it (laughs) okay we'll go we'll just slide on through just no wait wait we gotta make sure everyone hears this you don't need to use a trowel in the bathroom (laughs) only in the woods just in the woods to poop do you poop on the trowel and fling it or do you dig a little hole you dig a little hole and then you bury it because if you don't bury it that's gross and then you take a little piece of toilet paper or a leaf and you put it on top so that people don't step on it. Mm, okay. Of the dirt, you still bury it. You don't just leave yeah. it out there. <laughs> just stick a little flag inside the pe- the piece of poop. Yeah. Um, I've never pooped in the woods. I've gone camping. I don't know what I had. What did? I think there was a bathroom at the campsite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just I'll update you at the end of this year because the camping's on my vision board. So I'll, I'll count okay. the number of times I poop in the woods this year and get back to you all. Yeah. Let anyway, me know. let me know. Yeah. What what do you have for us? Something? Anything? Oh yeah, I have some <laughs> I have some fun stuff Please. now. Um, let's see. So first I have just this little clipping from the weekly Missoulin from January twelfth, nineteen hundred. And this is in the newspaper with basically no context whatsoever. A Foxcraft man who was suffering from a toothache while seven miles from a dentist attended to the aching molar himself by tying a fish line around it, fastening the other end of the line to a hook in the post of the piazza, and sitting down quickly. This reminds a bath man of a neighbor of his who always extracted his own teeth. If an upper one, he tied a string around it with a heavy weight at the other end of the line, mounted to the haymow, and dropped the stone. If a lower tooth was the one aching, he stood on the floor and threw the weight up over a door. Uh, What? That's just it. That's just what they had in there that day. Front page, too. That was on the front page? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just like on the bottom of the front page. 
just get something else to write. Like, literally, you could write about anything. Anything. Like, um, things happened back then. Like, you <laughs> put an opinion piece <laughs> in there. You could have told me. <laughs> I think that was a... They were giving people some worldly insight. Maybe people in Missoula have a lot of access to dentists and they want to remind people that perhaps not everyone does. The dentist, famously the dentistry capital of the world, Missoula, Montana. Yeah, totally. I, mm-hmm. I see that. Yeah, it makes sense. That was kind of that was kind of like a way back when. Yeah, these are sort of way back whens. Okay. I guess these are way back whens. Cool. Good. I have a way back when too. Okay. But when you're done with yours. This one is is like a way back when, I think. So this one says, cholera is over. Dr. Jenkins proclaims the news from quarantine. Harsh methods conquered. Quarantine, September 26. Cholera is over, and at present, the port of New York is free from the disease, was the cheerful report of Dr. Jenkins this afternoon. For the first time since the Normania arrived August 30th, there are no cases of cholera in quarantine. The sale of Bremen arrived this evening with 332 cabin passengers with no sickness. The captain reports Mrs. G. Armerman, who is accompanied by her daughter, missing. After a thorough search, the conclusion has arrived that she must have thrown herself overboard, especially as she had given her jewelry to another lady. What? Where did that come from? <laughs> I know! It's all one paragraph. Like, no. I was so... Okay. I was listening so excited. I was grinning about no more cholera. And then suddenly someone... What? She threw herself overboard? Why? What? Okay. Not Can why. Obviously, it? we don't know. Can I take it back for a minute and get, make this deep? Okay. Do it. I was reading it and I was like, wow, this is so fitting because... We are at this point now where quarantine is sort of lightening. You know, the CDC is saying some things. People are going out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar. And then I was like, this is a good reminder that just because the coronavirus might be lessening, it doesn't mean that people are, you know, not still having mental health issues. I know that everybody was talking a lot about it in the beginning of the pandemic, but as you go out and run around and have fun, don't forget to still check in on your friends and stay on top of what you're doing to take care of yourself. That's so true. Yeah, I love that. Because, yeah, it's so easy to, you know, fall into the, the hype of, like, everything's great now. Because, you know, it's just mm-hmm. one big thing has you know, been lifted from everyone's backs. Mm-hmm. But also that could highlight a lot of other issues. Because a lot of people, you know, um, I feel like COVID can, like, really distract from your other issues or you, you can use it as an excuse and that's what i did a lot for my mental health i was like okay it's just because of the v- pandemic uh, normally i wouldn't feel this way but that's not necessarily the case you know once the pandemic's lifted or if the pandemic's over it's like uh, some issues could linger and just go <sighs> have fun but don't forget that like you know there's still people who are having a hard time so try to you know keep it light keep it fun as much as you can but then also just keep in mind like don't forget to call your friend who maybe was having a hard time during the pandemic because, you know, my serotonin levels are exactly the same as they were before the CDC said the things that they said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm fine, though. Good. Okay. I I feel just ridiculous right now because I'm wearing this Sonic the Hedgehog costume. This hedgehog costume. So I feel a little bit like as I was talking about that, I kind of started looking at myself like, I, I don't think I should be saying anything serious right now. Oh, you look like you should be speaking about mental <laughs> stuff. 
you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> it's fine. Don't cry. But yeah, it was a really ridiculous sort of transition from mm-hmm. quarantine is over. All the ships that have arrived don't have cholera. One woman threw herself overboard. It's and like, then whoa. That's it. Yeah. That was what like a heck? lot at once. That was a lot. That was a lot. So I've got a way back when. This is from the Missoula Sentinel, uh, January 31st, 1912. Um, at first, I looked at their Today in History, and I'm like, this is all they have to report. It was like, Spain is now using the four cent thing for their economy. It was like something really, really boring. I don't even remember it. Anyway, so now, but there's a section called Slams and Jabs. So not quite a... Um, like a joke section, but kind of, I think. I don't really know what's happening here. I'm just going to read some of them. It's slams and whams. S- slams That's and whams? What's happening. What's, what, what are it is? Slams and jabs. Slams and jabs, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, what's slams and whams? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't know what's happening here. And my brain was like, <laughs> like slams I, and whams. Slams I can and make jabs. sense of this. <laughs> jabs and slabs and slabs. Okay, go just read the thing. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Spring hat prices are going skyward, says a report. Someone said one time, when a man marries, his trouble begins. Is that part of the hat thing? Yeah, it was. it's all the same thing. It okay. has something to do with the hats sales going up. I don't really understand it. I think we need to know more about 1912 uh, Montana to understand what's happening here. But uh, I know everyone wore hats back then, like like all men wore hats I don't know what it has to do with how, like, the whole wife bad kind of humor. I don't really know how those Maybe it was like, oh, she makes you get new hats. You can't just wear that beat up Kanga hat that you've been wearing since you were like a seven-year-old True. newspaper boy. True. There you go. Oh, my God. You'd fit right in in Missoula in 1912. Oh, my God. You're so smart. Okay. <laughs> um, some folks sit down till their pants are worn out. And then they dasn't stand up. Dasn't, of course, famously spelled D-A-S-S-N <laughs> apostrophe T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they're saying they, they they sit down so much that their pants wear out. And then it's so worn out, they're like, I'm not standing up because you're going to see my butt. I, lo- right? I honestly quarantine anybody. I feel that my pants may all be ripped. <laughs> I literally, when I moved, I only brought sweatpants mm-hmm. and pajama shorts. Smart. But now I'm like, oh, I want to go to Six Flags. In what? Mm. Sweatpants six- are too hot. Mm. Pajama shorts, I feel like, aren't hardy enough for roller coasters. So Hardy enough? That's an interesting description for <laughs> roller coaster pants. They need to be hardy. Those seats are not cushioned. Fair. Okay, fair. Yeah. I'm just, I just haven't been on a roller coaster in a while. Oh, we should have fun, six though. flags sometime. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna, I might just fly out there. When are you going? Let me know. I'll fly out there just for I that. have a season pass. Do you really? Yeah. Does me that give and you... my girlfriend both got them. Um, is it just for Magic Mountain? 
or is it's it like for any Everton? Six Flags location in the United States, including Hurricane Harbor Water Park places? And we have the food pass, so we get three free meals and unlimited drinks, like soda and water and juice. Use code HUMAN for twenty percent <laughs> off. <laughs> now, Six you sold Flags. Me. The I... guy, the Six Flags guy, Wait, is that yeah. Six Flags? Da, 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 yeah, da, Venga, da. the uh, Dancing with the Venga Boys. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he, yeah, Venga Boys. Do you not you? know the Venga Boys? Excuse me? No. Rewind. I'm sorry. Excuse- <sighs> All right. Six Flags guy, call us. We're this might really be your third and final episode. I'm, ju- I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, just a little bit. Venga Boys. Excuse me. Sorry I'm not a Venga Boy. <laughs> you should be sorry. <laughs> um but yeah okay i so this is good though i should write this stuff down okay uh uh you are a theme park person mm-hmm. cool i love theme parks i just we i go to like king's island here in cincinnati i can't wait to go i'm gonna go soon hopefully um but yeah is that the last slaps and laps you have oh no i've got a couple more um because okay. now they get a little deep oh, I, th- no. I, I think i think um I think they're supposed to be very like they're supposed to bring insight into like the human condition, you know? Um, So here we go. Some people are so anxious to see the sun come up that they stay out all night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. You feel that? Uh, Here's another Mm -hmm. one. Well, this one actually, never mind. We're reverting back to the more humorous ones apparently the bullfrog does his croaking when the rest of the family is all ready to go to sleep very like a husband am i Uh, right ladies that reminds me of my husband always (laughs) going ribbit ribbit when i'm trying to put the kids to bed (laughs) well what do you expect when you make them buy those fancy hats i know oh okay um then here's another one (laughs) Tea drinking in this country is on the decline, says a news report, as if it could be any other way. (laughs) (laughs) Do they just hate tea? I don't know. I mean, how long after the Boston Tea Party was this? (laughs) Many years. (laughs) Like a hundred something. I don't freaking know. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And then... um yeah, no, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, one more. Last one. I promise. <laughs> Please. The small toad in the large puddle has to do an awful lot of splashing around before he finds a dry spot. See, this one I feel like is weirdly motivational. This one feels like a math problem to me. <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out like volume and water and motion. Okay. Did you come to a, a conclusion? Did you get? Do you have your answer ready? Did you show yeah. your work? Big frog, big splash, <laughs> big puddle e- needs many big splash equals dry spot. Hey, that I, I'd give you an A. I never took a math class in college. Smart. I went to like one of the only colleges in America where you don't need to take a math class on purpose. Smart. I, that sounds, seems so silly. Why would people require... Why would you need to take math classes after high school if you're not doing anything related to math? 
And I was like, you guys are going to do what? Teach me math when I already know big frog equals big splash, big puddle <laughs> equals big frog times big splash equals dry. Like, I already and know. Exactly. And you didn't learn that from a textbook. No. I I, it's all in here. <laughs> I was just born this way. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Thanks. <laughs> that's it that was the last one so i'm glad oh, we, okay. got, we got that out of it though i love these jokes because i feel obligated to laugh but i'm never sure when the joke is over because <laughs> there's no real punchline i'm not sure which ones of these are jokes and which ones aren't it's really hard to tell woof okay so i think you should read the honest ad and then okay. i then will you got something for us Finish us off with some weird stuff. Sounds great. Here is this week's honest ad. Woman seeking acceptance. This pandemic has made me confront how truly alone I am. I live alone, and whilst I do have some close family, I have no one else in my life, and this isn't how I saw my 20s turning out. I was diagnosed with a chronic illness and disability in my early 20s, and after being diagnosed, my friends all abandoned me. I've tried dating apps to meet people, but as soon as they find out I'm disabled, they stop talking to me, not wanting to be my friend, let alone date me. Yes, I'm disabled, but I'm still me. I still have the same interests and sense of humor, and who I am inside hasn't changed, so why are people so scared off when they hear the word disabled or see me using a walking stick? I just want to find people that accept me for who I am and don't disregard me just because I have a disability. Oh, that is so hard. I'm so sorry that people are like that. I I think that's really sad for those people that they can't look past that and difficult for you. But I I mean, it sounds like you're you're really positive in in what you're looking for. And honestly, I think that if you keep looking, you'll find people who are big enough to see past you know, something that doesn't really, not like it doesn't matter, because I know that it matters in your life, it impacts you, but it doesn't matter in, in a friendship. Yeah, I mean, it really shouldn't. And I'm, I'm, it's, yeah, I'm also like, sad to hear that there are people like this out there that are um, immediately like treating you differently for that. It's just wild to me. I don't know. I, I, uh, so I think that, you know, with time, like finding the right people, it'll, it'll be worth the effort. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you have to go through all that effort. It's it's something that shouldn't happen. But um, I really hope at the end of the day, um, you know, you look back and say that it was worth it to find the people that you, you know, that you end up surrounding yourself with. And for what it's worth, I don't know if this is true, but I keep telling myself this as someone, I mean, I'm a couple of years away from my 30s. Everyone I've heard talk about their 30s has said their 30s were so much better than their 20s. Like... I so I've only heard that and I'm kind of surprised by that because I hear all these people in their 20s myself included talking about how uh, 20s aren't going how I thought they would be and then I hear people in their 30s are like well yeah because the 30 your 30s are better like I feel like that is that is a prime time and I'm excited for it yeah and I I will say like something that I've I've experienced and something that I've seen a lot of my friends go through is when difficult things happen, especially big difficult things, and especially when you're younger, I think your teens and 20s are like when it it's really the worst is a lot of the times people don't stop 
being supportive and being your friend because they're like they don't like you anymore i think they people just don't know how to handle the situation and instead of saying hey I love you. I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm I'm not really sure how I can best be your friend right now. Can you, you know, tell me is, is are things going to be different? Are you going to need more things from me? Am I, you know, do you think that we'll still be able to relate about things? Like if you actually just have that conversation, I think that you'll find that it's not that big of a deal. But I know that like you know, I've had friends who've, you know, lost a parent or, you know, gone through things that are really scary and awful to hear about. And I think that it's it's not super uncommon for people to feel like, oh, I don't know what to say and I don't want to say anything offensive. So I'm just going to ignore them and, you know, not reach out and take a step back. And I think that, you know, if you're in that position, if you have a friend who's going through a hard time, you don't have to say the right thing. You know, you don't have to do the best thing. You don't have to fix the problem. You can just let that person go through what they're going through and make sure they know they're not going through it alone. I totally agree. And I'm guilty of that too. When people I care about go through certain big events that I haven't gone through or I don't know anyone else who has, I'll, yeah, I'll back off because I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel like I can be the best person in this situation when but when i really think about it they're not looking for me to be the best they're looking just for me like as a friend to be there and um one thing also i google so many things <laughs> like when people tell me something big or whatever i will google how to respond when someone says blah 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 whatever it mm -hmm. is and um at the first time a few times i did it i felt pretty ridiculous but now i'm like you know what this is me putting an effort out there to try to say what's best and not and approach a subject that i'm not so sure about i'm trying to educate myself instead of also putting that effort onto them and making them tell me how to act i will try to find resources of how to um communicate best in the situation that i'm in um yeah and it's because i care it's not because i'm like I'm like looking for like a script. It's more of just, I want to make sure that I do what I can like to be there for somebody. But so I recommend yeah. Googling shit like that. It's, <laughs> it's worked out for me so well. Cause yeah, I don't always know what I'm doing. None and if you're do. in that position where you are dealing with something awful and instead of like having this like super supportive group of people, like you see, you know, sort of on TV and stuff who are like rallying around you and lifting you up and you feel like instead you've become sort of like this, you know, awkward situation for people where they don't know how to handle it. Like you're not alone. There's a lot of people who felt that way and a lot of people who've found, you know, much more rewarding friendships, you know, and I would say maybe reach out, see if there's like support groups, you know, for people who are going through what you're going through, totally. people with chronic illnesses and stuff like that. I, I know that there's a lot of resources out there. Maybe we can post them on Instagram later. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. And we love you and we're your friends. Yeah, we are. We do love you. I, I was going to say that too. And I'm happy you wrote in and um, yeah, excited, excited to... Um, yeah to see if uh there's an update down the line or anything um but yeah we're rooting for you and we're here for you if you need anything so i'd like to read a personal ad written by fancy on august 26 2009 this is in the missoulin fancy is a lively young lady who loves to play and seems to get along with everyone she doesn't enjoy living in our kennel 
but she's being very patient and well-behaved while waiting for her new family to find her. So I hope, th- I hope that's not a human. <laughs> no, it's not. It's for a dog <laughs> Aww, named Fancy. Cute. This is from 2009. Um, so Fancy's dead. <laughs> oh, wait, not necessarily. It's only 12 years ago. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to... I'm, trying to be realistic here oh my god okay the segment is canceled okay <laughs> now all i can think about is that i'm, I'm looking sorry at these dead animals. circle of life no 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 never mind it was only 12 years ago i'm sorry it wasn't that long ago Two- 2009 you said right they're all yeah. still alive i'm sorry i lied um, except maybe a couple maybe in maybe in the future we'll do current ones i i tried it's a little <laughs> bit more difficult <laughs> Stop. I mean, hey, um, you okay? You just read something about a woman jumping overboard. That's fair. Hello. <laughs> this is a family-friendly, sensitive, not comedy podcast. Everyone. <laughs> well, we mark them as explicit for a reason. Oh, never mind then. Okay, uh, I have one more. I can't stop thinking that maybe this animal is dead. I'm so um, sorry. I am sorry. I, I took that too far. Can you change the background noise from, like, the normal one to, like, funeral music? (laughs) Unfortunately, yes, I have that saved. Uh, I have the Chopin's, like, funeral march saved for my other podcast. Okay. Okay. Mr. Pringles. Unfortunately, it can sometimes be tough for us to find homes for our older cats. Mr. Pringles has quite a bit to say about that. I'm not kidding. He can be very convincing. He argues better than any lawyer I've ever met. I challenge you to try and turn him down. I would I, I would do that. I, I think I love it when I see people adopting older pets, older animals. I absolutely love it. I I that is what I would want to do one day is like adopt an older dog or something. And you know, even if I only have a couple years with the dog um i would make sure that those couple years are the best the dog has had so far um yeah i adopted a two-year-old dog Mm -hmm. so a lot of people are like oh but then the only part that you missed is like when he was a puppy i'm like yeah but puppies are a lot of work and also he was not Puppies suck and and like i mean puppies (laughs) like okay this podcast stands firmly in favor of puppies uh but not in favor necessarily of adopting puppies if you are adopting from puppy mills or you know mm-hmm. and a lot of rescues they don't have puppies so when they do you know i think they're, yeah, they're still true they're still harder to adopt but but they go pretty quickly whereas like poncho my dog my one-eyed underbite uh aggression issue can bark for hours without stopping dog like a perfect dog mm-hmm. who is perfect uh, he was in the shelter for months months and months oh, oh baby poor baby and before that he was running around the streets of tijuana eating out of garbage cans okay that sounds like the life Do you, are you sure he's happier here i let him eat everything are? that i eat i just had a discussion with with uh my girlfriend this morning where she was like are you sure your dog's supposed to eat cheetos and i was like i was like he lived on the streets i'm not gonna make him eat kibble every day i do i i give him the food that he needs to eat it's an additional supplemental snackaroo yeah 
supplemental yes exactly did you say su- <laughs> supplemental snackaroos yeah. love that yeah. love that for poncho poncho deserves all the supplemental snack- snackaroos that he can munch on yeah okay one last thing before we end this since this is missoula madness i missoula just want to throw some crazy stuff in here so for those of you who don't know me and zandy are both libras libras we are libras for life so you're september 27th yeah okay what am i (laughs) i knew you were gonna ask (laughs) or september 23rd no 26th no 25th no 24th no 30th yeah yeah i knew that i can just edit the other ones out so it's you just as if you got it right away but I won't. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so spiteful. Uh, okay. You made me wear this costume. Excuse <laughs> me. I can do what I want today. I, this is my day. When you wear a costume, you can treat me however you want. I told Zandy to wear the Sonic costume, and he was like, so why am I wearing the costume? And I was like, we're not going to even acknowledge it on the show today. I just wanted you to wear it. And then I I acknowledged it because I was like, you know what, this, I felt so ridiculous. I love it. I'm not actually complaining. I don't care. I've, I've worn this willingly many times. I'm, I, there's a reason I own it. I hope you've only but... ever worn it willingly. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like. Peer pressure. A, a thing for my stream people. But then after that, I was like, I wore it and I was like, I feel really powerful in this. You are really powerful. You are powerful no matter what Thank they God. say. Okay. Here. What have they been saying about me? Wait, who's been saying I'm not powerful? I promised them I wouldn't tell you. Um Okay, fine. It was Christine. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, never mind, I'm not surprised. Anyway. Okay, this is our horoscope from September nineteenth, nineteen ninety one in Missoula, Montana. So literally not in any way related to what's actually going on astrologically with us, but I thought, why not? Sentimental comfort addicts are giving happiness a bad name. They must be stopped, and you are the person to do it. A robust Nietzschean happiness is about to roar through you like a galloping herd of wild foreplay experts. You must not, under any circumstances, dilute this hormonal flash flood with alcohol, stupid movies, or excessive politeness. In fact, under threat of excommunication from Club Superconductor, I hereby order you not to give in to any of the million and one inferior happinesses, especially gorging on donuts while numbing out on Wilson Phillips music and gabbing with prestigious people who have no original thoughts. That is the most specific horoscope I've ever heard in my life, and I only knew like half the words. Excuse me? I think they were just saying, like, have a lot of, you know, hanky-panky and don't do anything else that makes you happy. And that seems like unhealthy advice. Um... Wow, yeah. Like, so wait, so we would be the foreplay experts in this scenario? As I hear someone walking up the stairs outside my door. (laughs) Hi, Francisca. A robust <laughs> Nietzsche happiness is about to roar through you like a galloping herd of wild foreplay experts. You must oh, not okay. so, under so any circumstances. The foreplay experts are inside of me. Got it. And, that, ma- that makes it yeah. so much better. And to dilute this hormonal flash flood, you can't dilute it with alcohol, stupid movies, or excessive politeness. 
So instead, we need donuts, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. It says... (laughs) I'm not getting it. Okay. Okay, But then this is the other thing. This feels like like almost like culty because it says, in fact, under threat of excommunication from club superconductor. I hereby order you not to give in to any of these happinesses, especially gorging on donuts. Are you Googling the, Club Superconductor? Of course I am. Okay. There's nothing. Yeah, I, I Googled there Club earlier. Club Superconductor Missoula. What is happening? What? There's nothing here. Yeah. But you'll be excommunicated from that club. Okay. Um, I probably deserve it. I don't know why I deserve it, but I probably do. I must. There's no other explanation. Also, I'm not supposed to be gabbing with prestigious people who have no original thoughts, so goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) JK. Oh, Oh, I was good. Yeah, she didn't leave. Thank God. I deserve that. No. Um, I'll take it. I don't care if that's how you describe me, because... Part of it's positive. Prestigious. Yeah, I'll be prestigious. I don't care about original thoughts, as long as as long as I'm prestigious. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this episode has been slightly more chaotic than our last few, but I feel that Missoula madness has really fevered our brains. Yeah, that's just how it goes, and that's that's just uh, you know honestly, it makes for a great product if you ask me. We got we got stuff for the the gram because you got me and my Sonic things. We've got uh, dead animals, dead humans. <laughs> yep, it's the best of all these podcasts that exists right now. Yeah, it's like there's like a s- sprinkle of true crime. There's like a sprinkle mm-hmm. of comedy. That's on my end, not so much on your end. But that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the mental health, me and my Sonic costume. Health. Yep, we have. Uh-huh. And what else do you need? Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Don't even, yeah. Stop everybody. Don't you dare. Okay, so circling back. Hello, listeners. This is Liz. (laughs) We are once again humbly asking that you may leave us a review on the iTunes store. Zandy may have said I don't give a fuck, but I do give many fucks. As to the success of this podcast, because so many people seem to love it, and we love all of you, and are so grateful, and are hoping to grow and add, like, super cool, fun new things as we go down the line. So, if you could go on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, mention who your favorite podcast is, if it's me, podcast host is, if it's me, if it's not me, just say you like the show. And uh, follow us on social media at Human Seeking Pod. Instagram, I'm going to be posting lots of things asking for feedback. Twitter, I I've just been kind of shit posting. Sorry. And <laughs> email us at humanseekinghuman at gmail dot com. Send us your honest ads, or send us whatever else you want and if you want to see zandy in a sonic the hedgehog costume check out our instagram reels where we'll be uploading clipperoos and we 
we'll see you next week. Until then. Bye.